what is it? The 11th uh-huh. of July? Yeah. It's yep. almost your birthday. It is almost Fuck. my birthday. <laughs> I should probably think that a little deeper. That's fine. Think that a little deeper. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly I do think so well. How deeply did you think of that? De- uh, medium deep. Medium deeps. Ish. I mean, it wasn't just the tip, but it definitely wasn't like Full balls penetration. to the wall. It is on the surface. Surface. <laughs> Not even the tip. Just I think, a little I'm surface ignoring play. that. <laughs> just a little surface <laughs> Welcome. We are the ladies of Strange Just on the Surface. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the surface and the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, as we discuss surface play. Very bad sexual innuendos that probably only we find funny. I thought it was hilarious. Always. Mm-hmm. That's why we started a podcast. Right? For us. Speaking of things like that, um, if you could pick any topic for me to discuss, like my ideal topic, what do you think it would involve? Gay unicorns. Backstreet Boys. Oh, both really good options. I was thinking more along the lines of penis. <laughs> <laughs> Gay unicorn pop stars. <laughs> Before we dive into your phallic episode. <laughs> Wait, why are you asking us about genitalia? Can we backtrack for just a second? And do a quick Patreon book. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Our Patreon, the first Sunday in August, we will be releasing a, um, what do you call it? Month of Strange? Our first month of Strange. Ooh, and we are going to tell you all about our experience with, can we go ahead and tell the topic? I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, betcha. How we spent an entire month with pendulums. And letting pendulums make decisions for us, learning about pendulums, finding ones that call to us, things like that. And we're going to tell you about the history of pendulums, um, what they supposedly do, and how we interpreted that and what we did with it for a month. And it's going to be the bomb.com. So that episode will be available on Patreon for patrons or patronuses, patronuses at the $5 or more level. Yes, but we also have, if that's a little high for you, we totally get it. We have bonus content that's not quite as in-depth. It's just kind of a little more of our jib-jab and some stories that didn't make it into regular episodes for as low as a dollar a month, right? Yep. Yeah. If that's not quite your speed, totally get it. But at least check it out, see what we have to offer, and maybe something will tickle your fancy. If not, Tiffany might. I don't know. (laughs) I I enjoy tickling fancies. It's... I feel like that's my purpose in life. <laughs> Speaking of tickling fancies. What's your subject this week, Tiffany? <laughs> Did you know that there are festivals dedicated to penises? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't we end last week's episode saying, fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. And now we're going to celebrate dicks. Now we're going to literally go fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Full circle around here. <laughs> We're, we love everyone. We're a wishy-washy group, but sometimes the whole hysteria thing makes sense. <laughs> oh, oh, Rebecca, no. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
December Tiffany would have been the one to fake his story because she would have been like, yeah, let me masturbate it out. Right? <laughs> you said I get- I'm so crazy. Uh. <laughs> what is the treatment? Sign me up. Surface play. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I'm going to tell you about... Uh, I'm mainly focusing on one festival today. I'm going to tell you about another one at the end, but... There's more than one? Oh, there are quite a few of them out there. Cool. I'm focusing on two in Japan. There's um, one in Germany that I couldn't find much information on, but I really wanted to cover it. I just couldn't yeah, find enough. a sausage fest. Right? <laughs> God, it's going to be the best. So I'm excited. I'm just going to focus on these two. Chug, Rebecca Chug. Yep. All right. So just a forewarning, I'm going to pronounce a lot of shit wrong today. Do it. <laughs> but I do try my best. So, the first one we're going to talk about is Kanamara Matsui. Mm-hmm. All right. So, it all begins with an ancient Japanese legend. The story goes, a vicious demon hid inside the vagina of a young woman <laughs> after falling in love with her and being rejected. Okay. As you do. <laughs> you have demons in your vagina. Do vibrators about it. <laughs> God, I'm so happy with this topic. Let me exercise your demon. Oh, <laughs> And thus the penis festival began. Yeah. End of story. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it. I do too. Such was the entity's jealousy that it proceeded to bite off the penises of <laughs> not young one young man on their wedding night, but two young men on two separate wedding nights. So it's like the first one got his dick cut off and she's like, nah, bro, this isn't gonna work. Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie about this? <laughs> Oh, that was Teeth. Oh, that was a great movie. But no, that wasn't about a demon in, in her vagina. And it wasn't in Japan. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's a real condition. It's fucked up. Vaginal teeth? Yes. Look it up. It's fine. No, thank you. I'm good. So. <laughs> Penis festival. Uh, Actually, hold on one second. No, pause for the cause. Nah. I don't want to see vaginal teeth. We're not going to see it. I'm scared. What are you doing? She's Googling. Um, vaginal dentata. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. <laughs> okay, that's staying in. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm curious now. <laughs> you said this is going to be a better episode. Oh, I'm sorry. It's vaginal dermoid cysts. Ugh. Yeah. I would like vaginal dentata better. I do too. Oh, that's a weird picture. Okay. So anyway, um, let me close out of that. In the aftermath of this grisly ordeal, the woman sought help from a blacksmith who fashioned an iron phallus to break the demon's teeth and set the woman free. <laughs> this iron penis has since been erected at <laughs> Kiyama Shrine. Wow. There's a shrine for the iron penis? It, it, there is, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like the, isn't there a penis museum in Iceland or something like that? We've discussed this. There's one in Iceland and there's one in Amsterdam. Yeah. I'm surprised that it didn't make it over there. Right? Oh, I should have looked into that. Okay. Anyway, so that brings us to our topic. Kanamara Matsuri is a phallus festival held at Kiniyama Shrine, which is located within the grounds of Wakamiya Hakamengu Shrine in Kawasaki, which is south of Tokyo. Perfect. Thanks. I butchered that and I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, it's not going to get any better, guys. So, Kanayama Shrine is dedicated to Kanayama Hiko no Kami. I 
these are so mispronounced. I'm so sorry. And Kaniyama Haim no Kami, a divine couple celebrated as the protectors of blacksmiths and sexuality. Because <laughs> those go together. I mean, apparently they do. Did you not hear about the iron, iron penis that has been erected uh, at Kiriyama Shrine? Can you stop saying it was erected? Well, it was. <laughs> blacksmiths and sexuality. Uh-huh. Okay. It's all that banging. this is so much better than i thought it would be okay so legend has it that when uh shinto goddess izanami no mokito gave birth to a fire god she suffered great injuries on the lower half of her body yeah that would do it (laughs) it is said that the two gods mentioned before the divine couple helped heal izanami's injuries because of this myth those seeking help with fertility, safe childbirth, and matrimonial happiness began to pray it to those two gods as well. However, not only married couples praying for children are taking part in this festival. Every year, more than 50,000 people with various backgrounds, nationality, and sexual identities take part in this event. So how did it get so big? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I have bolded all of the little puns in here and I'm super excited about it. But remember, she told us earlier there were nine. Yes. <laughs> Only nine. <laughs> As Ashley holds up eight fingers. Well, I was trying to like, I put one down because you said the Erected. One. And oh. how did it get so big? Okay. So there are now seven. I hope you're keeping track at home. So <laughs> how did this festival get so big? The reason this festival reached this scale has to do with its historical background. The history of Kaneyama Shrine can be traced back to the Edo period, which is from 1603 to 1868. When you think about like Mulan or like um, kimonos with the intricate updos and samurais, like that stereotypical picture. Geishas? Yeah, that is this Who time. Who is the girl I see staring straight? <laughs> I don't know. I just pictured her singing to a dick. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long Why episode. Why do you only for have me. one eye? <laughs> Why are you spitting at me? No, no, no. Are you proud of yourself? Very. <laughs> so, Kawasaki used to be the lodge, or used to be a lodging area along the main road connecting the eastern capital of Edo to Kyoto. It is said that the women who worked at the inns as maids and sex workers used to come to Kaneyama Shrine to pray to be protected from diseases and misfortune. Even in modern times, people suffering from sexually transmitted diseases kept coming during the night to the shrine to pray. This is what prompted the Kaneyama Shrine parishioners to initiate a festival so that anybody could come and enjoy in the daylight without being discriminated. Oh, that's kind of cool. Right? So this is why you'll see um, various types of people enjoying the Mikoshi, which is a portable shrine. Uh, So enjoying the Mikoshi parade, including representatives of sexual minorities and foreign residents or visitors. Okay. That's pretty cool. I know. I thought that was like a pretty big deal. You've gotten real philosophical for your last couple subjects. I have. Matt says I'm going through a life crisis, (laughs) um, (laughs) which could be the case. But I also think I'm just kind of exploring what makes me happy. And do it. Standing up for what's right. And penises. That makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) So on the day of the festival, which is the first Sunday in April, the participants can visit the shrine and the exhibition hall within the shrine grounds 
or buy penis-shaped souvenirs and sweets from numerous food stalls. And sweets? <laughs> right? Man, I thought our bachelorette penis straws were so cool if I only knew. Oh, my God. We should have gone to Japan. So. I mean, bucket list. I mean, didn't we say every place we talked about we were going to visit one day? <gasps> yes. Kind of why I picked this. That and penises. <laughs> <laughs> We all know why you picked this. Yeah, I know. The In the exhibition hall of the Kinayama Shrine, visitors can see a collection of images, objects, and books related to other traditions of sexuality. There they can find out about other festivals in the world dedicated to guardian deities of sexuality besides Kanamara Matsuri. The highlight of this festival is the parade that starts at noon. It features three portable shrines that carry phallus-shaped sacred objects. I'm so excited. <laughs> so the one that opens the procession is the Kanamaro Funamikoshi. Mm-hmm. It's a boat-shaped roofed portable shrine on which a large black iron phallus is carried. I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe that's supposed to represent the one that the blacksmith made. Right. That sounds like it. Right. Up next is the Elizabeth Mikoshi, the uncontested star of the show. Oh. This Mikoshi, which is a portable shrine, was donated to the event by Elizabeth Kaiken. It's a drag bar in Tokyo that's (gasps) been running since the 1980s. Uh, It features a large pink penis, often draped in ropes and folded paper that indicate a holy object in Shintoism, and usually it's protected by a lace canopy. That's amazing. Gigantic pink penis. There will be pictures. This is the best. (laughs) I'm so excited. And whenever you look up this festival, like that's the one that pops up. That's the image. Make it Ted. Oh, uh, Rebecca is so unhappy with you. <laughs> it's worth it. So this festival has become an outlet for certain marginalized LGBTQIA plus groups in Japan who often have to tone down or entirely hide, hide their queer identities. As the infamous Japanese proverb goes, the nail that sticks out will be hammered down. Uh, here, fluid gender identities and sexualities across the spectrum are celebrated. The most visible example being the group of cross-dressing men and trans women who carry the Elizabeth Moki- Mokushi. Oh my God, that's amazing. I know. It's just, it gets me chills. I'm not only are you talking about Japan, which is like bucket list place number uno, but you're talking about a drag group in Japan? Carrying a giant pink penis. I mean, I could give or take the penis, but drag queens? Right. Hell yeah. Yes. Let's see. Kanamaro Omikoshi is the last portable shrine. It's a large square roofed portable shrine housing a central wooden phallus. And it's the last in the procession and also the oldest of the three shrines. I got real confused for a second there. I thought for some reason you were going to say like a squared phallus. And I was like a rectangular dildo. Huh. And I got real caught up in my um, thought process there. So could you repeat that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> the Kanamara Omikoshi, a large square roofed portable shrine housing a central wooden phallus, is the last portable shrine in the procession, okay. procession and also the oldest of the three shrines. I searched, but I couldn't find out how old it is. Okay. <laughs> Wood. <laughs> I'll make it 11. <laughs> Why didn't I put that one in there? <gasps> I'm so disappointed in myself. Damn. Okay, 
The tradition of this festival fizzled out around the end of the 19th century, and it wasn't until the 1970s that the chief priest at the time, Hiroki Nakamura, decided the event needed to pop <laughs> pop back up, make it 12. Let me <laughs> fold that real quick. <laughs> Albeit on a fairly small scale. Oh, wah, wah, in at night. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After about 40 years of this, the festival's popularity pocket rocketed. I mean, skyrocketed. <laughs> Check. When in 2012, uh, TV star Matsuko Deluxe, an outspoken advocate of sex positivity and LGBTQIA plus rights, name checked the festival. And now it's become a fixture on the festival circuit and sees about 50,000 attendants a year. It said you can literally feel the excitement pulsate through the crowd check <laughs> it's not really said that anywhere i just wanted to throw pulsate in <laughs> rebecca is so not happy i'm sorry but the joy radiating from ashley and myself is enough to fill like three rooms of my house so just throw in a couple that's what she says every once in a while let us know you're still out there okay i'm here <laughs> well how about this if you can provide a drink break for us Mm-hmm. That will be your contribution, and then I'll tell you about what you can do at this festival. Would you like a nice stiff drink? <laughs> Thirteen. That's my girl. <laughs> hey, listeners of Ladies of Strange. I know you're into learning about weird stuff, but are you curious about strange sex stuff too? I'm talking about sex in graveyards, fetishes about vampires, people romantically involved with ghosts, and even women who pursue the affections of serial killers. If you're interested in a sex-positive look at the numerous kinks out there, check out our podcast KinkCast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also do episodes about Sonic the Hedgehog and Star Wars. and how We have not done an episode about Star There's Wars. an upcoming Star Wars episode! Okay. I'm Chris, that's Tommy. We're also on the show and we argue. This is us. I'm funny. <laughs> Look at you asking consent. Good job. And we're back. I did ask consent. She didn't respond, though. Just rolled my eyes really hard. Well, I'm going to keep going. You tell me if I need to stop. <laughs> so... <laughs> Aside from watching the procession, you can enjoy all the traditional festival foods and activities, plus a few that you'll only find at the Kanamara Matsuri. Like? Well, you have on the traditional side, you'll find plenty of sweet treats to wrap your mouth around. Uh, check. 14. <laughs> no, I think no, that, that was included. one of the originals. Okay. We're still at 13 so okay. far. Oh, sorry. I keep kicking. I keep playing footsie because this topic makes me so happy. Um, <laughs> you have delicious dishes such as stir-fried noodles, savory pancakes, fried balls of batter with a piece of octopus inside. Balls! I didn't <laughs> I didn't pick up on that one either. I, Goodness gracious, <laughs> great balls of batter. <laughs> with a piece of octopus inside. Um, isn't that like it's a... kind of fishy. <laughs> isn't, isn't that like an aphrodisiac? Octopus? Is it? Or, or am balls? I Both. I mean... Balls are probably an aphrodisiac for some. Just in general, spherical objects. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, circles. <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> yes. All right, so octopus balls. Got it. So we also have the much-loved 
Choco banana. The chocolate dip <laughs> fruit makes the most of its already phallic shape. Um, so the snacks exclusive to the Connemara Montsuri include the penis and vulva-shaped lollipops in various flavors. Uh, these items are the most popular treat there. So you want to buy one early in the day or you might not get it. Or two or three. Right. If you'd rather have a nice liquid slide down the back of your throat. Check. check. Uh, <laughs> you can visit the Amazaki stand where you'll be given a small salty fish to eat before your cup of sweet milky Amazaki. Uh. Apparently the combination mimics the taste and texture of semen. I'm going to have to call false on that one. Wait, what? Like, I don't think that. No. Uh, uh, no. Uh. I mean, if it's been going around for this long... And people haven't debunked it yet? No, I'm not saying that that drink isn't there. I'm saying it's, I don't think that combination would mimic, not that I would know because I've never done that. My, mm, <laughs> <laughs> did you just From realize? stories I've heard. <laughs> did you just realize your parents listen? Yeah. <laughs> hey, she is a married woman. Okay. Yeah. Who slipped and fell in the shower. And that's and got how I pregnant. got pregnant. <laughs> So for something a little stronger, please and thank you, um, Amazaki is very low in alcohol, um, so you can buy a bottle of sake. Okay, so some are labeled with one kanji symbol and the others with another symbol. Apparently, they're based on several possible pronunciations. So the first symbol... Pronunciations? Pronunciations. I'm still flustered thinking about the fact that my parents listened to this. That was funny to um, me for some reason. Pronunciations. Your dad's going to be so proud. I know. My mom's going to disown me. <laughs> so the first one, uh, the first symbol has two ways to pronounce it. One meaning precious jewels and the other meaning testicles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other symbol also has two ways to pronounce it. It's either eternity or it could also be read as manko, which is slang for vagina. I like precious jewels and vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Get some sake. Or perhaps you could try your hand at carving a penis out of a radish. Or <laughs> out of a radish. I think we found Tiffany's next track. I don't know why, but my first thought was like <laughs> Dwight's Schroeder. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dwight's root beats, I think, is that where yeah, you're going? Yeah, that's what, what I was thinking of. It's ruined now. Not the point. <laughs> oh god phallic lantern let's go yes okay so you can try your hand at carving a penis out of radish or stop for a photo op on one of the wooden phalluses set up in the shrine grounds on one of them yeah like you can climb oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh no (laughs) Mm -hmm. that sounded inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) oh shit okay let's see here of course, you could always just go shopping. From keychains to candles, there's a whole range of themed goods available, and the proceeds go to ongoing HIV research. Damn it, now we have to go. Right? Like, it just sounds more and more appealing. This festival gets better and better and better and better, and oh God. I hate you. <laughs> While it began as a religious event, the current priestess of the Shinto shrine has made it known that Kanamara Matsuri is now one that celebrates diversity, inclusion, and sex positivity. Quote, officials who handle human rights from City Hall have come to the festival and handed out pamphlets promoting this festival as an LGBT positive, non-discriminatory event. This event is deep. Mm-hmm, sorry. This event has deep 
wide roots in that kind of thinking, and we don't want anybody to take it another way. We consider that there should be no discrimination against anybody, including LGBT people. Anybody should be able to come to this festival and enjoy it. That's amazing. I know. I approve. So happy. So my last note on this festival is that it's carried out in a residential area. So you can imagine the throbbing mass of festival goers <laughs> winding down the tight alleys can be a bit uncomfortable. Is that just one check or two? Two. <laughs> and then I like typed out a little penis. It's great. <laughs> B equal 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 D. I only did two equals because I wanted it to not like overwhelm the screen. That's, so. didn't want, it's just a small. Yeah. He's not at full growth yet. No. It's a reasonable size. It's, yeah. it's cold out. <laughs> He's a grower, not a shower. So that is uh, Kanamara Matsuri. I love it. Thank you. I do too. It makes me so I've lost happy. track of how many check marks we had. Somebody tell uh, me. A lot. It was 11 because we added in two. No, we, we were didn't. at 13. We are at 13. 13. Okay. Well, shit. So if you're playing along at home. Take a shot every time we make an innuendo. Oh, God. Or don't. Go ahead and call the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Before that kicks in. Right. Um, I do have a couple notes on another Japanese festival. Yes. Okay. Right. This one I couldn't find a lot of information on. So I'm just going to straight up tell you this all came from Wikipedia. So we'll take from it what you will. All right. So the Harvest Festival, which is Hanashe. Mm-hmm. is a fertility festival celebrated every year on March 15th in Japan. Hanen means prosperous year in Japanese, implying a rich harvest, while Matsuri is a festival. The harvest festival and ceremony celebrate the blessings of a bountiful harvest and all matter of prosperity and fertility. So get this. Oh, wait, no, I got to tell you another point first. Um, <laughs> The festival's main features are Shinto priests playing musical instruments, a parade of ceremonially garbed participants, all-you-can-drink sake, and a giant wooden penis. <laughs> all-you-can-drink sake? Yeah. What more do you need? Right? I mean... Rebecca, if they had all-you-can-drink sake, you might be able to handle this festival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Potentially. That might. <laughs> eh. All right. Are you ready to hear these measurements? I don't think you are. Of the giant, giant, phallic shaped wood. Wood? Yes. Okay. Here we go. The 620 pound, eight foot long, schlong. (laughs) Eight foot schlong. Yes. Is 200 to 250 years old. It is Japanese cypress wood and. There are two names for it that I'm going to butcher if I even attempt, but they translate to the male object or the grand phallus shape object. The grand phallus shape. Descriptive. Uh Uh-huh. So what they do is, um, let's see, they carry it from a shrine called... Who's they? The participants of the festival. They all hoist up a, what did you say? No, eight foot schlong. Eight foot schlong. 620 pounds. Okay. That's not as... Okay. Carry on. But remember, it's super old, so you got to be careful with it. Right. At least it can still participate. Right? Kudos. Man, could you imagine being that hard for 200 to 250 years? I can't, because I can't imagine having to be hard ever. I can't either. I've tried to picture it before, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so they carry from a shrine called Shinmei Sha only on the even numbered years or from Kumano Sha shrine on the odd number years. And in both cases, it is carried to Tagata Jinja in Komaki Tagata. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Nailed it. Domo Arigato. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the festival starts with celebration and preparation at 10 a.m. at the Takata Jinja, which is where they end, um, where all sorts of food and souvenirs, mostly phallus shaped or related, are sold. Sake is passed out freely from large wooden barrels. And about 2 p.m., everyone gathers at Shinmei Sha on even years or uh, Kunamo Sha on odd numbers for the start of the procession. Shinto priests say prayers and impart blessings on the participants in shrines, as well as on the large wooden penis, which is to be carried along the parade route. When the procession makes its way down to Tagata Jinja, the phallus in its portable shrine is spun furiously before it's set down and more prayers are set. Was it helicoptered? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's beautiful. I... I don't know if it is, but in my mind, it is now. <laughs> well, I mean, it might as well be. Right? Um, I couldn't figure out, like, why they spin it furiously. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't yuck anyone, Tiamo, okay? Oh, I'm definitely not yucking this. <laughs> Everyone then gathers in the square outside of Tagata Jinja and waits for the Moki Nage, which is when officials... On raised platforms, shower the crowd with small rice cakes on high. What? They throw rice cakes at them. They shower. I was trying to like, when I was coming up with my notes, I was like, all right, so I don't know what these little rice cakes look like, but I'm imagining little white bowls. And I was like, oh. Little spermies. I can like talk about them throwing spermies at people, but I can't say that that's what they look like. So I just kind of left that one alone. Use your imagination, folks. Yes. Um, The festival concludes at about 4.30 p.m. Oh, early turning. When you're drinking all you can drink sake from 10 to 4. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dabbing out, guys. (laughs) But that's what I've got on uh, penis festivals in Japan. Woo woo. Woo woo. So are we just going to have like penis festivals around the world uh, coming up soon? Oh, we should. I think I can make this happen. <laughs> just stay tuned on at the end of every episode. Definitely will be like penis festival of the week. <laughs> well, I tried to get some information on the bu- on the one in uh, Germany, but there wasn't as much. I mean, I think I found more information on the second one than I could on the German one. So I decided to just kind of leave it out of this episode. That but was amazing. Thank you. I am so happy with this. And Rebecca, I'm sorry I made you so uncomfortable. No, you're not. I really am. <laughs> but I don't take it back. So. <laughs> I feel slightly bad, but not bad enough to not make you listen to this episode multiple times as you edit. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> penis, 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 penis. Now I know you're going to hear that again. Um, but yeah, that's my story, guys. Because <laughs> that's the part that's going to make her uncomfortable. You made a helicoptering comment. I have no sympathy. <laughs> Mm-mm. It was just that was just way too obvious to leave hanging. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we could go on this trail for days. So, Tiffany, kudos. Thank that you. was fascinating. Thank you, honey. I figured it was time for a wild card. Rebecca, any final innuendos you would like to throw in? Nope. To the ring. Anyone? Can I stick one in? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Consent. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Oh, that was it. Oh, <laughs> so remember, friends. <laughs> Sorry. 
Rebecca has some things that she finds odd, and me and Tiffany like to torture her with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon, which I just remembered. There is a level on there where you can pick a topic for one of us to cover. So if you enjoy Rebecca being uncomfortable and want to suggest a risque topic that she covers, right. you can. Ooh, that she has to cover. Right? Brilliant. Yeah. So on that note, keep it strange, lovelies. And if you know of any other phallic festivals, Tiffany's uh, Twitter is at LOS underscore Tiffany G. Please send them her way. Please do. I cannot wait. The, I, this is my consent. Send me all the penis <laughs> festivals. Just no pics, please. Oh, God, no. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry you're so uncomfortable. <laughs>